Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for your favorite morning podcast. It is the Morning Five for Monday, March 27th. And as always, it's brought to you by the Perry and Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today. But hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Perry and Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers, catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. Bryce, today is International Whiskey Day. Hey, let's go. I know you're a big fan. Huge fan of whiskey. Yes. International Whiskey Day. It's uh, my favorite cocktail is a uh, is a nice old fashioned, which you make with uh, with bourbon. So, yeah, I'm, I'm down for International Whiskey Day for sure. And I'm I would be surprised if you didn't have at least one whiskey today, considering you have a day off. Ah, probably not because I got a game to call tonight. Uh, if I didn't have a game to call tonight. I would 1,000% be with you, although this weather is not cooperating at all at the moment. No. So, um, yeah, we'll we'll see on that part. But, uh, yeah, if my game does get canceled, it'll definitely be a uh, an old-fashioned night tonight with a nice nice little uh, glass of whiskey. Uh, it certainly was yesterday watching a lot of the action here and around Atlanta, the Hawks, and then uh, watching the, uh, watching the uh, race out of Coda. Yesterday was a nice, uh, nice whiskey day. Well, Bryce, the the tournament or the turnout for this weekend was the good, the bad, and the ugly for Atlanta professional sports. So yeah. let's start with the ugly. Um, Atlanta United just got their. Let's okay. Let's just put it lightly. There's no other way to put it. They got their asses handed to them. Um, it's a beatdown. It's a beatdown. Yeah, down. it was. Yep. Atlanta United falls six to one to the Columbus Crew. It was an absolute just horrible beatdown. Um, it it didn't look like and, and granted, you know, when you lose when you don't have six of your starters on your six of the eleven starters on, on your team, that you kind of expect it, but dear lord man, this was this did not look good for Atlanta United from the start. And it was it was over early. Yeah, it was awful. It was, um, I, I know we were missing six starters, but it was, it was, I don't know, it was arguably one of the worst games I think I've ever seen Atlanta United play. It was really terrible. Um, I, and, and, and once again, th- this all comes with a big caveat because of how many people they were missing. No chemistry, which I think we probably could have expected going into this game because of the amount of time that this roster has played with each other. So, you know, it's still frustrating to see him lose six to one, but there's no chemistry. There was no service to the front strikers. Um, Noah Cobb played okay at center back. It was like he's like 19 years old. Um, Caleb Wiley was asked to go in a position that he has hasn't asked to be played in the entire season at left back, uh, with Gutman getting injured, which is uh, we still don't have any news on what it was. I thought it was the quad. Mike Conti thinks it's a groin. Uh, I'd much rather have it be a groin than a quad. Quad was what he injured last year and was out for some time with. Uh, so hopefully if it's a groin injury, hopefully it's only, you know, a week to two weeks um, that he is, he's out. But uh, Gutman did pick up a knock. That's, that's never what you want to see 
in a game that you're losing this bad by. Now, granted, when he did go out, it was a one to nothing, one to nothing, two to nothing game. Um, it, it, what, what was weird is is the Gutman Wiley chemistry. It was early. Yeah, the, the Gutman Wiley chemistry has been there all year, but it wasn't there last night. Or excuse me, it wasn't there Saturday night. And I don't know if that was because Gutman to Wiley was essentially the only attacking options that they had on the field. Um, Arujo dribbled around a lot with with no purpose. He was really missing Almada. Uh, I don't. I didn't even know we had fours on the field until you know halftime when I looked at the starters. Uh, the center back position was not great. It was not a good. It was not a good game. I mean, it was. Uh, it was. It was terrible. It was. It was terrible. It was. There was nothing working on offense. Midfield couldn't hold position, and defense looked very discombobulated, not together, and and not marking the right man at the right time. And poor communication to uh, Brad Guzan. So, a, a night to forget up in Columbus this Saturday night. Yeah, and let's hope we can forget it quick and just move on. I know that some of them will be back um, for this week, but, you know, and I can't wait to hear from TM5's United podcast on, on their thoughts on this. But, you know, as, as I'm not as huge of a fan as as you may be or as, as definitely as they may be but it was just one of those nights you know for a baseball guy you just go well you know move on to the next one you know what i mean it, it all and boils down to the mls being a joke of a league i mean this league is not set up to set up premier teams to play premier matches this this league is set up to line the pockets of the owners and and this is the main part of it is the mls does not take international breaks when the rest of the entire freaking soccer world takes breaks on the international breaks it's so stupid don garber is a a piece of crap and everybody who invests in this league doesn't care about investing in soccer in the youth movement in america they just they just care about making profits and you know i i think arthur blank does a good job of investing in atlanta united but let's not get it twisted if there wasn't investment if there wasn't money to be made in this he wouldn't be in this it's not like football where we pump millions of dollars into this just to win that's not what mls and soccer is in america mls and soccer in america is just a money making uh you know ponzi scheme and and if it's not prove me wrong but i mean the mls is a joke of a league for not taking breaks for international play they've done this for years and it's it's absolute crap I mean, the fact that they want to be so different from the rest of the world and have these stupid rules implemented for the MLS, it's just aggravating. You don't have to be different to be successful. You can take some of the rules that have been in place for hundreds of years over in other leagues and bring them over with you, including the break for international play. It's it's stupid that we have to play through this. Saturday night was the club's largest defeat in, in history, which, you know, you never want to be on the the losing end of that or on the the end of that period um and it's the single most match goals allowed in club history as well which absolutely sucks a little bit more stats from this weekend shots were 15 and 2 columbus and i will continue to go back to the wayne gretzky um line for the rest of my life if you do not uh, you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take and Hell, they couldn't even get into position to take shots. Like, yeah. I mean, two shots is kind of surprising they had that many. Well, two shots and you got 50% of them. I'm okay with it, you know? But <laughs> Yeah, 50% conversion rate. Hey, they had one shot on target and they converted that one shot. <laughs> shots on target were 6-1 Columbus. Possession was 54-46 Columbus. 
key passes were 11 to 1 Columbus. What? 11 yeah. to 1? One? One, one key pass in the entire game. One key pass. And the expected goals were 2.01 for Columbus, 2.07 for Atlanta United. So, as we mentioned, it's just one of those that you have to forget and move on, and hopefully next week will be better. Uh, should be. I know we'll have everybody back from international break. Whether or not they'll be fit and ready to play, we'll see. A lot of them play today, so... Um or a lot of the teams play today. I'm not sure if a lot of the players are going to play today. We'll see. We'll see what match fit they come back in. But, um, yeah, we we looked, we looked very depleted. We played very depleted uh, against the crew this weekend. So, we'll, we'll see. Finger, fingers crossed they come back healthy. On to the bad. The Hawks continue to play uh, 500 basketball because that's just what they do. Um, Hawks split the weekend series between the Pacers and the Grizzlies, obviously. Uh, on Saturday night, Hawks beat the Pacers 143-130. to 130. J- John Collins had one- 21 points. Trey had 20 and 12. That's just good for Trey. That's really good for Trey. Um, CC had 17 and 17, which is unreal. That's kind of what you need. Um, but Bogey and Aaron Holiday were the only Hawks not in double digits. And it did not... They did not play very well, but, you know, it was, it doesn't matter at that point when you beat them that as bad as you did because the Hawks were up on the Pacers big early on. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they battled back and they had a big third and fourth quarter for the Hawks. It was, you beat a team that you're supposed to beat. I mean, the, the Pacers are a crappy team. You're at home. Um, you had three or four days off. I, I would, I would like to see a little bit better shooting from Trey. Um, Trey went six for 11 from the field. That's not what you want. 0 for one from three point. I, I don't understand his three point woes at the minute. Um, but they shot 30. They shot uh, the Hawks shot 50% from three, which was beautiful to see. Uh, unfortunately, it didn't carry over to the game on Sunday. Uh, but the bench, man, the bench scoring was nuts. That second unit for the Hawks came in and killed the Pacers. In fact, I don't think the starters had a positive plus minus. I want to say the the starters were minus. Uh, for the entire game, but the bench unit for the Hawks came in and destroyed the bench unit for the Pacers. I mean, everybody on the bench had double digits but Aaron Holiday. And the bench, I mean, uh, A.J. Griffin, three for six from three. Sadiq Bay, three for seven. Matthews, four for five. Matthews came out of the woodwork and just was lights out. I mean, he caught fire against the Pacers. He played 14 minutes and had 14 points. That's absurd, man. You don't see that in the NBA. Um, Then Aaron Holiday went two for three from three-point land. So the starters really didn't play well uh, but the second unit came in and starched the Pacers and and you know we outscored them in the in the second half mainly because of our offense it's great defense we came out of halftime we talked last week Billy about the Hawks coming out of half, halftime and really crapping the bed uh, they did anything but versus the Pacers uh, on Friday night I mean they held them 24 points in the second or in the third quarter uh, and then we outscored them by six in the fourth quarter so it was a uh, it was a nice second half by the Hawks mainly led by the offense defense once again Still not too great, giving up 130 points. I believe it's a. I think they had like a 1.3 defensive rating. Um, so you get the win against a crappy team on Friday, or excuse me, on Saturday night, uh, and then yesterday was what it was. And then the Hawks fall to the Grizzlies last night, 123 to 119, and the defense just couldn't make a stop in the fourth quarter. There's no other way of putting it. And it, you want to talk about 
all the good faith that you had going into the game or after the game on Saturday, that was all gone on Sunday. Like, all gone. Trey had 28 points, 10 assists on, on Sunday night. DC was 18 and 16. It's just a miserable shooting night from for the Hawks. And, you know, the Hawks were 7 of 31 from the field, from three-point line. Yeah, Seven it was, it was terrible. 31. The only bright spot last night was Clint Capella and Anyeka Kongu. Both of them played really, really well. Uh, Trey played pretty terribly, other than the third quarter, had a good third quarter. Um, Trey in the fourth quarter took like three straight ill-advised shots. He even took a three um, near the logo and then had a, had a, and then fouled John ja Morant on like a shot with, I don't know, maybe 1.2 seconds left in the shot clock for a corner three, which was a terrible foul. Trey played horribly, shot horribly. Um, DeAndre Hunter, awful. One for eight from three, had 17 points. The defense was horrendous by DeAndre Hunter. Um, he's yeah. taken a slide in the past couple of weeks. He's played terrible. DeJounte Murray was even even worse. One for five from three, three for 11 from the field. I, I think I want to say DeJounte Murray is like five for 35 on his last 35 three-point attempts. His offense has been terrible. Defense was okay from DeJounte. Um, I, I mean, just a just a horrible, horrible game overall. I mean, it was... I, 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 this is, but I mean, this is what you should expect from this team. The Memphis Grizzlies are a really good team. They're 47 and 27, one of the best teams in the West. They have a terrible away record, though, 15 and 22. I thought we could steal one here. Um, we had chances to steal one, but we just, we, we played horrendously. Uh, Bogey, for some reason, played on a back to back. He had 10 points last night and looked slow off of everything because of the knees. I still don't understand why we signed him to a four year deal. Uh, so it was a it was a horrible game and it put us in a horrible position when it comes to playoff standings. Speaking of those, Hawks and Raptors are now tied for eighth in the East, thirty-seven and thirty-eight. The Hawks hold the tiebreaker. The Bulls are now a game back of the Hawks and will play the Hawks next week in Chicago. The tiebreaker between the Hawks and the Bulls are still yet to be determined. The Hawks have three and a half game cushion over the eleventh place team with seven games left, and so they are very likely to make the play-in round, but a 10th place finish is now very much in play. So that that is the Hawks. Golly, dude. This team is, this team is so frustrating. They have seven games left, and five of them are against uh, playoff teams, and, and one, of the, one of the two that isn't a playoff team is the Dallas Mavericks, who I feel like Luka Doncic has a personal vendetta against the Hawks every time we play them, so... I don't right. know. Man. This team is this team is horrendously depressing right now. I'll be honest with you. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be terribly upset if we made the nine ten seed and got eliminated in the first round and just went ahead and got Quinn Schneider focused on next season. Because it, it, it's it's not yeah it's not like it's it's not like this team's gonna make a push for the playoffs if we get into the playoffs. So it's a it's a frustrating time to be a Hawks fan right now, man. All right, let's get to the good. The Braves went three and one over the weekend, and let's the go. roster continues to take shape. Um, we are officially, let's see, today it's is the twenty seventh, right? Today's twenty seventh. Yes. So we are three days, Woo-hoo. three days away from opening day. Um, Braves fall to the Red Sox on Friday, nine to eight. Matt Olson had two ribs. Moritz, Hilliard, Albies, and Murphy all added an RBI. Dodd continues to impress and will make the roster. Uh, five innings pitched, three earned, five Ks. He looked really solid. And if five innings pitched and three earned is your your bad 
take on um, in your final start in uh, spring training, that's fine with me. Yeah, I'll, I'll three, take that. Three, three earned? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Especially from a guy who's going to be probably our, our fourth to fifth starter, something, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll definitely take that. And I think um, – is it Da that's going to be added afterwards? Uh, I was I was trying to figure out what um, Da and Schuster will both be here the first five or the first week. Uh, Dodd will start April fourth in St. Louis. Yada yada yada. Let's see. Dodd won't break with the team. Okay, this is what it is. Uh, so Dodd won't break with the team. He'll be added before the fifth game, April fourth. Not confirmed, but it sounds like Schuster will start the season's third game, April second. Mark Bowman had a flurry of like 35 tweets the other day that I was I was trying to like parse through and follow. So yeah, Dodd won't break with the team, but he will start in the fifth game. <laughs> um, Braves then went on to beat the Twins nine to four. Bunnell and Fuentes had two RBIs apiece. Darno, Azuna, Hilliard, and Sanchez all added an RBI. Kyle Wright four innings pitched, three earned, four Ks. Kyle will start the season. Uh, in Triple A Gwinnett, and will continue to uh, pitch to get a little bit stronger. He didn't have his first start until late, so um, which yeah. is fine. I mean, if I you want to, if we need Kyle Wright to be Kyle Wright, so if we push him back a little bit, that's fine. Yep. But the more and more you think about it, Bryce, that rotation in Gwinnett is going to be stupid. Well, I remember, you know, I was reading an article like a month ago that they said the um, the bullpen in Gwinnett is better than a lot of MLB bullpens. And I yeah. would put it towards you that, you know, probably through the first, I, I don't know, what do you think, two, three weeks of the season that that rotation down in Gwinnett's arguably better in some rotations than MLB. You're going to have Kyle Wright. You're going to have Ian Anderson. You're going to have Michael Soroka. And you're going to have, uh, who's the who's the other guy that was up for fifth starter? Um Bryce Elder? Bryce Elder. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's pretty good roster. That's pretty good rotation right there. I'll take those four. Yeah. Any day of the week For in sure. AAA. Good Lord. Uh, Braves also beat, uh, was it the Twins 9-4 that they beat them? Yeah, or was they, it... had a, they had a split squad, 9-4 uh, okay. both games. Okay. Uh, they beat the Twins 9-4. Wall had four RBIs. Acuna had two RBIs. He had a home run out of the stadium. Oh my god! And just, it was a shot. Just watch. Just watch. I mean, folks, out of the stadium, not a home run. Out of, you know, not a home run over the fence. He hit the ball out of the stadium over left center. I just over the berm and left left field. It was yeah, unreal. It was a shot, dude. Uh, Alton Harris and RBIs all added an RBI uh, an RBI apiece. I said. Olsen, Harrison, RBIs. Uh, Olsen, Harrison, Alves all had an RBI piece. Max Freed, three innings pitch, zero earned, five Ks. That'll do. That'll Shut him do. down. Shut him down. Don't let him touch another ball until opening day. Shut him down. Which opening day has been set? I think it's uh, Freed versus the guy who could not get out of his own way. He has had the Trevor most Bauer? losses. He has had the most losses in... Uh, major leagues as far as like taking a loss on the in the L column it's unreal wow. I can't remember his name I can't remember his name why can I not remember his name for I Washington don't know, I don't even know who we play we, we play Washington that's who we're opening yeah. I, don't even, I don't remember who we're opening up with uh, it looks like Corbin 
Yeah, it's Patrick yeah. Corbin. Thank you. Corbin Dallas. Uh, Braves beat Pirates 8-1 to yesterday. Albies had two RBIs. Rosario, Harris, Riley, Longbauer all added an RBI. Riley and Rosario had solo shots yesterday. Strider, four innings pitch, zero earned, four Ks. Shut them down. Yep. Shut them down. Don't let them look at a baseball. Don't let them touch a baseball. Freed and Strider, shut them down to the regular season starts. I don't want anything stupid or goofy happening in the next three days. Put them in bubble wrap, ship them to Atlanta or, or wherever we're starting, Philly. Or Washington. Washington. I don't know. Wherever the hell we're starting the regular season at. I don't know. Somewhere. The Braves, uh, the Braves will give Kyle Wright extra time, so Schuster and Dodd will both make a start within the first two series. Dodd will start April 4th in S- St. Louis. I think uh, Schuster will start the second um, against Washington, which will be the finale, I think. Uh, Wright will make one start versus minor leaguers and another for, for AAA Gwinnett before debuting for Atlanta during the first homestand. Freed is your opening day starter, as we mentioned. So... I don't think there's any really big surprises outside, uh, like roster-wise, outside of, you know, uh, Grissom not being there. Um, yeah, that's the only surprise to me, is is Von Grissom not getting the shortstop. But I understand why they did it, contract-wise, rotation-wise. Uh, no real surprise to me. It looks like Spencer Strider is set to start the home opener, uh, which is phenomenal. Um, yeah, nothing, nothing real surprising from spring training, and that's what you want out of a team that is supposed to make a, uh, a, uh, I almost said Super Bowl. I called it Super Bowl yesterday, a World Series push. So that's that's exactly what you want to see. And the MLB, the show, actually just did their full season sim, and the Atlanta Braves won the World Series on the new MLB, the show for the full series sim or full season. Let's go. Sim. Yeah, let's go. I'm pumped. I'm pumped. I can't wait for. I can't wait for baseball to start, man. It gives me something to watch other than having to flip over and watch the Hawks and make me want to gouge my eyes out, eyes out every single time I watch them so far. Yeah, and I got to long. listen to um, Brandon Gordon call for the Braves this weekend. And, you know, it's going to take some time getting used to because it's not Chip Carey for the first time in 15-plus years. But, you know, it'll be okay. I, li- I, mean, I like them calling it. We have this fantastic thing called a radio, which I would that's what I'll be listening to it on honestly instead of uh listening to the tv call all the tv on listening to it on the radio uh the marine south scoreboard from this weekend billy a lot of green ton of green on the marine south scoreboard from this weekend which you love to see uh on friday night in baseball villarica beats mays 21 to nothing holy smokes they put up three touchdowns Sorry, what? On them. 21 to nothing 21 to nothing uh and the Good beatings Lord. didn't stop there for mays delivered by villarica but we'll get to that in the soccer here in a couple seconds. Heard County beats Temple in a doubleheader 5-1 to one and 11-2. to two. Billy, uh, this game you called, how did it look down there in uh, Heard County? Heard County looked dominant. Uh, we talked about the errors that they made. They made five errors on Tuesday against uh, Temple. They cleaned up it up to only one error between the two games uh, on Friday. So it's no surprise that they cleaned it up and, and got big wins against Temple after that. Mount Zion falls to airway eight to six. Harrelson County beats Gordon Central 15 to nothing and 12 to nothing. Uh, Harrelson County still undefeated in region. My good buddy uh, was out there for that 15 to nothing and 12 to nothing Harrelson County beating of Gordon Central and said Harrelson County is the real deal and they are legit. They're a very good baseball team. Carrollton beats Campbell nine to three. Bremen beats Lafayette eight to two. And Bowden beats Christian Heritage in a doubleheader five to two and five to four to open up region play. 
in soccer. Mount Zion beats Georgia Fuegos Academy. That doesn't sound like a real place, but I assure you it is. Uh, the boys win 10 to nothing. Villarica continued the beating of Mays on Friday night with the girls and boys beating them in soccer. 7 to nothing for the girls and 11 to nothing for the boys. Temple beats Crawford County. Girls 6 to nothing. Boys 6 to nothing as well. Central Falls to Southeast Whitfield. Girls 9 to nothing and boys 5 to 1. And Bremen beats Ridgeland, girls 10 to nothing, and boys 9 to nothing. On Saturday in lacrosse, Bremen falls to Walker, girls 9 to 4. And on Sunday, wrestling up in Virginia Beach, freshman 113 Ty Murray finishes in fifth place for Central. He is now an All-American. And sophomore at 285, Jacob Levy finishes in third place for Carrollton. He is now a two-time All-American for the Carrollton Trojans and a lot of successful wrestling was going on up there in Virginia Beach. I had it set uh, for the majority of Friday, a lot of Saturday and most of yesterday. Once you figure out flow wrestling, uh, it's a pretty cool little application, but it kind of takes some time to figure out where you want to go. It's not terribly uh, intuitive for a new for a new follower of flow wrestling, but the, a lot of a lot of people took place or a lot of uh, a lot of wrestlers took part up in up in Virginia from around the area. Uh, on the yeah, stuff- and I know you were you were all over this all weekend, so it was awesome to see. Yeah, we had um, let's see, uh, Ty Murray and Jacob Levy both were all Americans for our area, I believe. Connor Stevens fell just one short of uh, of, of being an all American, and I believe that. Um, that McCoy and Golden also fell one short, but I'm not 100% sure on there. Uh, but we sent a lot of kids. We sent a ton of kids up there to Virginia yeah. Beach. Uh, yeah. On the Stumpet Games and Events calendar for tonight, baseball Villarica versus Mays at 555. Harrelson County versus Dominion Christian at 530. And Bowden at Mount Zion at 530, a game that uh, I'll be calling on. Are you are you coming with me? I don't even know who's coming with me. Uh, I'm coming with you. If if weather holds weather off, permitting. the tarp is the tarp is okay. So Bowden at Mount Zion tonight, uh, five thirty. We will have it on hometown sports media. Myself and Billy. Hopefully, hopefully we get the uh, we get the game in. It is it has rained an insane amount over the past couple of days. Um, so hopefully that uh, that outfield is in tip top condition. I don't even know if a tarp will will save it from the amount of rain that we've had. It's it's been crazy, yeah, it's man. Uh, been a lot of rain. Uh, in soccer, we have Villarica versus Carrollton girls at 7.30. Bryce, you need another cup of coffee? Indeed I do, sir. Indeed I do. Another cup of coffee brought to you by the realtor Hannah Strawn with Robert Goolsbee Real Estate Group. San Diego State University reaches the Final Four with a wild finish versus Creighton. Dude, this is this is a nuts. This, this Final Four is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> It's just absurd, dude. It's I mean, just... the final, like, it has to be UConn, right? At this I would, point, I would think so. I, I, I seriously don't even know. I just, I don't even know. It's, 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 it's crazy, man. It's one of the, I think it's the craziest. I think it's the craziest bracket I've ever been a part of. No, no, no one seed made the elite eight and no, uh, uh, se- second seed made the final four. No, 
It's crazy. It's it, it's a four five on UConn versus Miami, and it's a five nine versus San Diego and FAU. It's the first time in bracket history since 1979, since they started seeding brackets, since 1979, that no number one seed has uh, has advanced to the elite eight, and no. Uh, and, and no second seed has advanced to the final four. It's one of the topsiest turvy uh, brackets. I, I, I it's, it's nuts, man. And anybody who predicted the 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 final four is a savant. I think only 32 brackets out of 20 million filled out on ESPN predicted the final four. It's it's nuts, man. Sean Payton said the Broncos are not trading Jerry Judy or Cortland Sutton. That's okay, I guess. Uh, you gotta have you gotta have targets for Mister Unlimited. That guy's a joke. I, I I wish him nothing but demise. Uh, Sam Burns says, "What a week!" As he storms through the field and wins match play. One of my favorite golf tournaments. Um, it's very laid back. It's out in Texas. Some people choose to wear shorts. Uh, it's it's match play. It, Contrary to stroke play, and uh, it's it's fun. It's lighthearted. It's fun. It's um, golfers take it a bit less seriously in a good way. Uh, Sam Burns, I think uh, I forget who Sam Burns played for the championship. I was focused on Rory McIlroy and Scotty Scheffler, who were playing for third and fourth place, which was a very fun. Like very rarely do you see on a Sunday golfers playing for less than a championship. And that's what Scotty Scheffler and Rory McIlroy were doing. They were they were competing head to head for third and fourth place, and it was um it was a fun it was a fun golf tournament. Um, Cardinals won a quote Christian McCaffrey Hall unquote for D Hop. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> oh man, there's a sucker born every day. That ain't happening. No, no, it's it's. I, I I say it's not happening. Some some moron, some idiot owner and GM or something is bound to. Tra- it, there's there's no way. There's. I pray. By, there's no way. by the way, going back to uh, golf, we're two weeks from the Masters. 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 I'm uh I'm jacked. What do you what do you think? Uh, now we'll get into Masters talk in, in that week. I, I'll I'll. We'll, we'll save Masters talk for this week. I'm Jack. Are we going to do uh, Braves over unders on Wednesday? Uh, is that their off day before the um, before the season begins? Yes. 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 Okay. Cool. All right. And finally, today in 1939, the first NCAA men's basketball championship, University of Oregon beats Ohio State 46 to 33. Ohio State forward Jimmy Hull is named tournament most outstanding player. I've never even heard of that guy. Uh, me neither. And I, I, we're both Ohio State honks, and I've never heard of that guy. <laughs> yeah. But uh, as we mentioned, if if weather holds out and we continue to play today, it's uh, Bryce and I will be on Hometown Sports Radio uh, Network today for Bowden at Mount Zion. And that is at 5.30. So be sure to listen to us later tonight. We're going to have some fun. 
Yeah, and uh, yeah, uh, something non-sports related. T's and P's go out to all the uh, all, all the victims in Troop County that were affected that by that horrible tornado that that ripped through, um, you know, late Friday night into uh, in, into Saturday, and and, and all, uh, you know, everybody affected by that. I, you know, it was more. I think it was like three rounds of bad weather. So T's and P's uh, go out to everybody affected by that. It was um, it, it was scary, scary film. Scary, scary pictures taken out there in Troop County. Yeah, for sure. You got anything else? Nah, man. Let's get out of here uh, and pray the rain holds off so we can go out to Mount Zion and call Bowden versus Mount Zion. Let's do it. For Bryce Farling, I'm Billy Lindahl. Have a great beginning of your week, everybody. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbors! Just shake them! Shake your neighbors! <laughs>